Hello everybody, welcome back for another video. Hope you're all doing well and that you're all having a great day. Likes, comments, and subscriptions are always appreciated. Uh, new video on the new channel going live today as well. And without further ado, let's jump right into it. For those of you not looking at the screen, it says Bitcoin and Ethereum lose ground, altcoins dive. That's right. It's about that time of the week, time of the month where our markets are uh, markets with a gigantic S uh, seem to be settling or grounding themselves around the world. It says Bitcoin's price falls or fails to break through $25,000 level. Following loss in momentum by general cryptocurrency market, and they have a little photo of like a little toy bear uh, screaming at us with the Bitcoin in the background to let you know that the bears are in control because that's how things always work. This one says Bitcoin tanks another 3%. Here's the key metric to focus. There isn't really a key metric to actually <laughs> to actually focus or look at or to see where Bitcoin's going to be going or how low it's going to go or how high it might have to move up. It, of course, has to do with the macro movements of the world. Over $100 million liquidated in an hour as Bitcoin dumps by $1.5,000. I am almost certain at this point you see exactly where this is going. Stock market news, Bed Bath & Beyond tanks, jobless claims, housing data in focus. Yes. That's right. Markets around the world are dropping. We are getting heavy indications that once again, and I don't know how this remade news, that the Fed is definitely going to be raising interest rates once again as they believe that inflation is still too hot. Because it is. Just because it's at 8.5% or so, they tell us it's actually a lot higher in the U.S., especially when you average in everything else, the cost of heating and electricity and rent and also uh, gasoline. Uh, it's quite a lot higher. Also, because of the slight raise in interest rates and also just the general momentum, uh, a lot of people aren't buying homes. Wouldn't you believe it? Everybody's broken not buying three or four houses at the exact same time. Uh, so a lot of uh, mortgages are not going through and or are not being filed and people are not buying homes in general right now. So this is cooling off or seems to be cooling off, as they say. It's a nice way of saying everything is dropping large portions of the market. S&P 500 and NASDAQ end Thursday slightly higher as summer rally struggles. Yeah. A couple of stocks have been doing well over the last couple of days based off of, um, what's it called? Earnings reports. They say, we made this much money. And everyone was like, wow, that's amazing. Sell. And that's exactly what's going on around the world. Right now in India, which I believe is just waking up, I'm not really sure, uh, their stock market is going down. It says it tanks by 700 points on weak global queues. And unsurprisingly, if you've been paying any kind of attention to what's been going on in Asia, uh, stock markets are down and they look like they might go downer. Why would they be going downer? It's because things aren't looking that good in uh, one particular country right now. Uh, starts with a C and ends with an I now. 
Um, because basically, for those of you who haven't kept track, since around the year 2004, 2005, a large portion of their economy has revolved around real estate. The real estate market is currently collapsing. Remember last year when we had news about Evergrande, Evergrande, I'm not sure how people are supposed to be pronouncing that. Um, Basically, when that collapsed, that was the gigantic domino that is still falling on every other smaller domino that was sitting next to it. Um, The defaults from people who've been building homes and projects uh, has only skyrocketed. The government keeps trying to bail people out. Apparently, it's not really working. A lot of the... (laughs) And then the actual other side, the people who were paying for the homes, you know, not the... Because they always bail out the corporations first because, they, they, you know, they're more important than the people. Don't you agree? They're more important than you are because they're corporations. The people who put down $35,000, dollars $75,000 as a prepayment for their home, do you, do you think they got their money back? No, of course not. And that's part of the issue that's uh, shaking the foundation of all of this right now. Uh, So there are talks within the government, allegedly, this is just what I'm hearing from the internet grapevine, that apparently the government is trying to figure out a way to put hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of billions of dollars together to be able to potentially maybe repay a large portion of these people for the money that they lost. What else is going on? Uh, People, for some reason, for the last two weeks have been restricted uh, from taking their money out of banks. And the rumblings on the ground are is that people are thinking about starting um, bank runs. And the problem, air quote, problem with bank runs is that for those of you who don't know or if this is your first time at this rodeo, uh, banks don't actually hold all the money that they tell you that they hold. Yeah, I know you should look that one up. I I I, I always want to say rehypothecation, but I, I think it's uh, fractionalized banking. I believe is what it's called. So banks are only like this is actually in law, which is the worst part of it all. Uh, they only are required to hold, I think, ten percent of the actual reserves that they say that they actually hold. The idea being, they're not expecting everyone at the exact same time to run to the bank and try and get their money on the exact same day. Uh, You were all here. You must remember 2008 and 2009. Uh, Remember in America and many other countries, remember this. Don't ever forget this. When the long lines of people were trying to go to the bank to get their money and there were people outside uh, wearing uniforms, holding large pieces of metal uh, that had smaller pieces of metal inside of it, Uh, to stop people from uh, getting all riled up and frenzied. You must remember this. This was all over the news. Uh, It's because in the event of everyone rushing the bank to try and get their money out, they would quickly realize there ain't enough to actually go around. And we're seeing the beginnings of this in this country as well, the one that's on the screen that ends in Aina. So it says why China's economy is in trouble and what it means for you. Uh, basically, complete economic global meltdown. Not joking, not being, uh, uh, what's the other word? Not over-exaggerating. That's not the word I wanted, but that's the word that I got from my head. Uh, because basically, so much of the world is desperately intertwined into each other. Do you remember, It must. I, I think this was last year. I think it was the Panama Canal, and there was like one boat that was stuck, and the entire world collapsed. That's basically what's going to happen with with an entire country. For some reason, uh, the world has become so heavily intertwined within itself 
Uh, you know, if if one place does bad, we all kind of do worse. Uh, but the problem is, is that this was touted as the next economic powerhouse, and it was believed for a very long time that they were going to not only uh, usurp the U.S. dollar, but kind of also push aside every other economy within Asia and also the European Union. But their economy is just as fragile as everyone else's. So uh, based off of economic news from this one country, everything else is rattling, teetering, shaking, not looking too well right now. And we basically, I, I, I think what the world is waiting for is, if I'm not mistaken, is hearing what the government plans on doing, i.e. for like paybacks, buybacks from the debt, um, and if they can get this under control, because if they cannot, and the U.S. Uh, market's already looking a little rattly, uh, this could then be the beginning of the gigantic recession that we were all hearing about. Will it be? No one knows. No one knows for certain. There's always... All you got to do behind the scenes is just simply print more money to make everything look like it's okay. Everyone forgets about it. The the stock market goes back up. The cryptocurrency market goes back up. And then we wait another three to four weeks until some other terrible news ends up happening. And then we have the same exact situation again where we're talking about will our markets rattle once more. So yeah, the cryptocurrency markets are down in the red. The amount of dramatical people in this space is obscene. The amount of people writing, woe is us, can't believe it. Will Bitcoin, I saw so many, will Bitcoin be going below 20,000? Will Bitcoin be hitting $15,000 once again? Can Ethereum hold from hitting 1,000? And it's like, shut up. Nobody knows. No one knows where this market is going to go because the rest of the world's market. Remember, we were always talking about how like 2008 and 2009 were never really fixed. They simply printed more money and threw it at it. And then we were told that everything was honky-dory all over again. And then the housing market picked back up in 2012. And then we got news last year that a whole bunch of hedge funds and governments had been buying up tons of property. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. It's very frustrating. I'm also frustrated. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure you can tell by the last couple of videos. It's just this general annoyance, I, I think, not only with the world, but also like with markets in general, it's these, uh, the people who run everything continuously make sure that they get richer at the expense of other people while constantly breaking the economy and affecting the billions of other people who they're supposed to be protecting in some sort of way. So uh, in this secular fashion, we always have to sit here and go, oh no, economy bad, I'm losing money, but it's okay, things will go back up. And it's like, if we just had a better economy, and, you know, you know, um, anyway, that's the um, everything's collapsing news. It's not just crypto. So if somebody tells you later on in the day, because I'm, I'm certain one it's, it's going to happen. I, I told you before, I get so tired of meeting people or seeing friends uh, who do that like stupid, like elbow nudge into you. <laughs> hey, hey, I saw cryptos dropping. <sighs> Please go away. You're annoying. That's all the price news that we have for today. And yeah. Let's move on. In and I'm shocked. This was in the most popular news story of the day category. Ripple has announced the launch of RippleNet's on-demand liquidity with TravelX Bank in Brazil. 
The deal between the two firms will now allow for the utilization of XRP for on-demand liquidity purposes for the first time in Latin America, which I don't think is true. I'm pretty sure Ripple has partnered with multiple companies in Latin America. Like, I'm almost certain that this is not the first time that they're doing this. According to the announcement... The on-demand liquidity solution with XRP will allow Brazilians to send money anywhere with low transaction fees and without the need to hold pre-funded capital in the destination market. So, and, I, and I'll go a little bit further in a couple of seconds. Brazil, I don't know what kind of laws they have, but you must have noticed that every single day there's like Brazil in the news Something Brazil is happening. Uh, Brazilian acceptance, adoption. How many companies in Brazil uh, are accepting cryptocurrencies or using cryptocurrencies? If I'm saying, I'm pretty sure this isn't the first time that this is Ripple X Brazil in some sort of way. Because we, for those of you who don't pay attention, we get XRP as being used news like every other day. And there's always this like really weird like counter article that I end up finding and it's like well XRP's price isn't going to do anything because the US SEC and like how are they even allowed to do things with the SEC on their back and I get them a globe like just just get them remember like the old globes that we had in school that like you would spin and it showed all the countries just buy your friend that because I'm I'm tired of hearing how can Ripple still do things outside of the US and also yeah this is actually quite interesting this is um how how do I put this? We were told years ago uh, that XRP would be used by dozens, that is with an S, uh, of banks around the world. I myself was quite skeptical because I was like, hey, you guys aren't doing anything or saying anything. Uh, but lo and behold, they're constantly partnering with all these banks and these institutions who are using XRP uh, for payments. There was also news earlier, which I struggled to not get annoyed with. Uh, there was an article earlier that, you know, during the monthly time when Ripple releases the um, the escrow of 1 billion XRP, I think 700, I think it's estimated that 700 million XRP, no, no, billion, was it billion? No, no, se- sorry, 700 million XRP uh, was sold. Uh, when when Ripple sells XRP, they're selling it to banks and corporations who want to use it. So them selling 700 million of a billion is incredibly good news. But the article was like, "Will this tank the price of XRP as they sell it?" And I'm like, "When when they for those of you, and I'm going to say this nicely for those of you who don't know, when Ripple sells XRP, it is always to a co- normally to a company or corporation." They're not selling those coins to put onto a cryptocurrency exchange. It's going to places like this, to, to, to a bank who is using the XRP as they send transfers. It's not hitting any market except for the remittance market. Everyone got that? Good. They said Brazil is a key market for Ripple, given its importance as an anchor to business in Latin America. It's openness to crypto and countrywide initiatives that promote fintech innovation. As a result, the market is experiencing an explosion of activity as institutions look to adopt crypto and blockchain technology to solve customer pain points. I'm actually quite interested to see, for those of you who don't know as well, XRP has like a coin burn that's built in. They were like the first coin burn, which was super... uh, Everything they do is like constantly like controversial to people who just don't understand logic. 
They were the first company to initiate a coin burn or have a coin burn on their protocol. The idea being the more XRP that's used, the more that gets burned. The more that gets burned, the less there is. The less there is, the higher the price. But I haven't seen, my like me personally, I have not been looking out for uh, the numbers of a coin burn. We used to see that quite often years ago. Like as I mean, this was more so as the price went from like half of one cent uh, to $3 and something or other. Uh, the coin burn was quite dramatic. So I wonder what it is now that they actually have all these companies uh, using their uh, services. Yeah, like I said, I was surprised that this was actually popular news or rather one of the most popular news stories of the day because typically if it's Ripple, a lot of people kind of shun it. Uh, but also like this is, if you want to talk about actual adoption of crypto, like this is it. They've, they've partnered with at least, this is August, it's been every two or three days that we get Ripple has partnered with X News. This is at least the 30th company that we're hearing about and or bank who's actually using XRP. So, yeah, it's quite significant. That's the Ripple has partnered with Travel X News and they're using XRP. ODL is on-demand liquidity, which is their system for using XRP. So you can no longer say they're not using XRP News. And I I can't stand that this coin is dressed up like that. I think it's so it's so ridiculous. I don't know what to think. I honestly don't know what to think. It's kind of this is this is a lot for me. This is they've 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 done crazy things with the coins before. They they've had them dressed up as uh, as ants and as like scholars and like you know what have you. But I, I never thought I'd see one dressed up like it's going to carnival. Oh boy. All righty. Let's move on. That's a really intense photo. Let's move. <laughs> also, in extremely popular news, Coinbase's CEO, his name is Brian Armstrong, has chimed in on ongoing debate surrounding Ethereum's ability to remain censorship resistant under proof of stake. If Coinbase was forced to choose between preserving Ethereum's network integrity or complying with regulators to censor transactions, they would prioritize the protocol. Brian Armstrong has said there was a long-winded tweet discussion about this over the last couple of days. Uh, it appears that, at least from me absorbing all of the news every single day, that there are now discussions by regulators as to what to do with Ethereum or how to do this with Ethereum. And a lot of people are scared of some sort of level of censorship within the network. Uh, this is uh, due to propaganda and an unrealized fear that people are throwing out there, usually the people who are mining Ethereum, that Ethereum will not be as strong without tens of thousands of millions of computers mining it will not be as strong as simply you being able to use your laptop for ease of use. So because you get to use this protocol how you so wish and stake the coins in your own, the people who are mining are now throwing out there that it will not be as strong. And the idea being that it'll be a lot easier to censor transactions on cryptocurrency exchanges and all these other places. And people have been asking the cryptocurrency exchanges in the event that, because uh, there were two or three other crypto exchanges in the last month or so that were even Coinbase. This was actually also Coinbase, uh, one of them, uh, where the SEC stopped them from staking 
their staking services across nine coins, I think it was, basically stating that these coins were a security and therefore you can't do that, yada, 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 so stop your staking protocol. We haven't heard anything explicitly from regulators yet regarding Ethereum staking, but you know that the SEC is completely out of its mind, so at some point it might come. So the news is, dragging it all back, uh, someone was asking, uh, if regulators come and knock on Coinbase's door, would you choose to censor Ethereum in your own way that you're able to do within your, you know, your systems, or would you simply stop staking? And they announced uh, that they would simply stop staking because they would rather uh, keep the network secure and not censor any kind of transactions going back and forth as opposed to adhering to what regulators had to say, which is a very brave thing to do. It's a very brave thing to say out loud that instead of actually complying with regulators and making sure that you censor Ethereum transactions on your network, that you would simply stop all of them, not the, you know, not the entirety of Ethereum transactions, but simply the staking to make sure that the network's integrity remained intact. This is a, a, little, a little brave, and, and, and I think that crypto exchanges have gotten a lot more, uh, I, you can't see it or hear it. Like, you know, like kind of beating their chest a little bit more because I feel like they probably also feel like they've been unfairly targeted. The, the major crypto exchanges, at least the ones that we have right now, the top three, have done nearly everything in their power to make sure that they're regulatorily compliant. And then to still have the SEC stepping on their toes, telling them to bend the knee, and then backhanding them is is kind of a lot. So at the moment, every single major crypto exchange is under investigation, being looked into in some sort of way. And it's just a little annoying because these things also tend to rattle our market as well uh, because people don't know about the actual uncertainty. And the craziest part is it's all just done for money. It's done on, on the part that regulators are going to be getting a huge paycheck from trying to get these people in trouble and it amounts in, you know, fines of $1.5 million, $12 million. And it's like, you guys are disgustingly greedy. And yeah. So this was also incredibly popular news. <clears throat> Coinbase would rather shut down staking than enable on-chain censorship. Because I, I, I do think regardless of how interesting a lot of the crypto... Uh, and I dare not even call them leadership. The people who run the crypto exchanges, who've been around the longest, who are the richest, they may be a bit, you know, extravagant in their ways sometimes, but I do believe in my heart that they believe that these coins are kind of going to be it for the future. Uh, so a lot of these people did start out, like I told you yesterday, they did all start out together or on Bitcoin or, you know, thinking about, so they, a lot of them do have that, uh, that ethics stand on on how these blockchains should be treated so um i wonder if when the time comes uh if they'll actually no i i, no, I have a feeling they would i definitely have a feeling they would because brian armstrong uh he's one of the major ethereum supporters for those of you who didn't know that remember i told you this like uh uh the the higher ups richest in crypto everyone has kind of chosen a side he mentioned years ago that he thinks that ethereum is going to be the main coin in the future. He thinks Bitcoin will be present, but he thinks that Ethereum will eventually become the number one coin. So yeah, this is very popular news. It's still a, uh, a, a hypothetical, but we've all seen how ridiculous regulators have been as of late. 
That's the Coinbase will not censor Ethereum news. And yeah, let's move on. Also in very popular news, online marketplace Mercado Libre, Latin America's answer to Amazon, has announced the launch of its own token. There's not a cryptocurrency, their own token. The company has launched Mercado Coin for customers in Brazil. One more time, where is it? Brazil, because for some reason, like I said, I don't know what's going on there, but their level of crypto adoption is actually kind of like, the word's not scary, but it's like, you guys okay? Because they're, every single day they've been in the news. It's something always launching just in Brazil, and it keeps like ramping up all the time, and it'll be launched as an ERC-20 token. The implemented standard... Okay, okay, okay. Maybe you can call it a crypto. It is an ERC-20. Oh, uh, The implemented standard for token creation using the Ethereum blockchain. Users of the marketplace will be able to use it to earn cash back rewards. The coin will initially be valued at 10 cents. But of course, as it is a coin, it will not be a stable coin and therefore it will be subject to market fluctuations. Here's the tweet forward right here. It looks like two hands punching a melon. I don't know what that's supposed to be. I, I see the two hands, but it looks like they're both equally punching into like a, a, a honeydew melon. Or is it just me? I, 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 I can't imagine what that's supposed to be. It's not them holding something. I don't know what that is. Mercado Libre, they said, is Mercado Coin is our new way of rewarding users for their behavior within our ecosystem. The more purchases of selected products they make, the more Mercado Coins they receive. So this is very popular news. Um, I myself have never used this uh, e-commerce giant, but they are the Amazon of Latin America. So imagine if we had news that Amazon had created their own coin. Right, that's the kind of you know hype and buzz that it's actually getting. They announced a while ago that they were planning on launching their own stable coin, but I assume this has kind of transformed into the stable coin. I assume it has something to do with actual like monetary reasons as far as, hear me out here, uh, people will be able to trade it, and I assume the company could also trade their own coin and also make money from it. So like, if you were trading a stable coin, good luck, you know, it's usually always going to be around the same amount, but if you're trading a coin that's 10 cents and then 14 cents and then 8 cents and then 22 cents and then 18 cents again, uh, you know. That's really good movements, especially if you're doing day trading. But this is why I'm feeling, I, I feel like it would have been done as a stable coin otherwise. <clears throat> would have just made a little bit more sense. So yeah, that's the Latin American version of Amazon. Mercado Libre has launched their own coin in, once again, Brazil News. And yeah, let's move on. Also in, sure, why not? Uh, Tether has apparently hired a new um, auditor. They are called what, BDO. Leading stablecoin issuer Tether has issued has hired accounting firm BDO Italia to replace Cayman Islands firm MHA Cayman in overseeing its attestation reports for USDT reserves. And it says something right around. Does it have it? Yeah, it says Tether reserves controversy. This, this was never actually a thing. 
Back in 2017, once again, this, this year keeps dragging us back in. If you didn't see yesterday's video, I implore you to do so because so much more of what we're talking about here would make a lot more sense to you. A lot of people figured out how to lie very easily in 2017 uh, to either scare people out of the market or scare those who were within the market. One of the main things that popped up was at the beginning of 2017, this really weird coin popped up that no one understood called Tether. And the idea was that it was pegged one-to-one -to, -one to the US dollar. No one really saw a use for it. It didn't make a lot of sense why we had this coin. And then people quickly realized during any type of heavy market fluctuations, they could simply move their money into Tether. The idea being it was a safe haven of sorts where people could put their money. Part of the air quotes issue ended up being when other companies were like, oh, snaps, we could have done the exact same thing. And a lot of other companies began to launch their other stable coins. But then those companies started to lie and say that Tether didn't actually have reserves behind it. The idea being uh, Tether was constantly printing uh, tons of Tether, you know, the USDT coin. Uh, and the 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 hmm, the rumors were is that they were printing this money behind the scenes with no basis of how much money that they had and that they were simply printing five million dollars worth of Tether and buying up tons of Bitcoin to move the market up. And Tether was like, no, it's not us. We actually have a whole bunch of companies behind us who have given us money or we have a bunch of assets that equal to the amount of money that we have printed or put onto the uh, market, onto the network, what have you. Uh, however, people continued to lie over and over uh, for a very long time, for years, talking about that Tether didn't have the money that they were claiming, Tether didn't have this, and they said, no, we have, we have all the money. So Tether started to have audits, and I think at one point there were three companies who audited Tether at the exact same time, um, and basically they found out that no, Tether did not have um, everything just in US dollars, as the public was told to believe by other companies who were launching their own stablecoins, but Tether said allegedly that they also had you know, forms of real estate, they also had a portion of it in stocks or in bonds, other things to try and keep the, 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 the value of it as stable as possible. But when you calculated everything together, it equaled everything that they had. Tether claimed that they had a whole bunch of companies or whatever, business people behind the scenes who were like, I need you to print 10 million more. Here's 10 million worth of assets. And they were given those assets to lock away into a safe somewhere. And that was the only time that they were able to actually create more Tether. Uh, so the Tether controversy was that for years and years, about three years, Everyone kept on lying behind the scenes that Tether didn't have as much money as they did. And they kept on having audits. I think it was around four or five per year and kept on getting new companies because people were claiming that the other companies that they were using were simply lying. So Tether had to continuously hire new people just to make sure that everyone knew that they constantly had this money behind the scenes. Doesn't it feel terrible that you were lied to for so many years by all these other people in the space? And it's not even... This wasn't even like... An, this even... This wasn't like another YouTuber thing. This was like heavyweights in the industry. Remember when I told you, I was like, why do we have 19 stablecoins? Why do you keep hearing lies about these other stablecoins? And even more so, uh, now, now all the bigwigs, all the, all, the, all the literal governments and banks are in the crypt. Like they're not trying to get into. They are in the cryptocurrency space. They see that Tether, Gemini coin, all the other stable coins that we have out there, the creators of these coins are making millions, if not billions of dollars in revenue per year from these coins. Can you guess who not only... They don't want a slice of the pie. They want the entire pie. It's the governments. 
and the banks. Why do you think there's been so much news about all these banks and countries desperately now trying to create and launch their own central bank digital currencies? Why do you think we just had another coin? I think it was, uh, what was the other stable coin? Also lost its peg yesterday? Wow, that's super convenient. Remember when um, uh, the Terra Luna coin uh, lost its peg and then like a day or two later, uh, Tether dropped by, I think, two cents, like one, two cents. So it went to 98 cents and the news was flooded with Tether collapsing, Tether falling apart, Tether depegged. And it's like, who's doing this? Who's trying to make sure that all these things collapse so that their coin, when they launch it, ends up being the, the one that succeeds. You remember earlier this year when we had news about regulators desperate to uh, regulate stable coins, calling them evil and not backed by anything? While at the same exact time, these same exact governments are talking about launching their own central bank digital currencies? Imagine if we lived in a free world. Can you actually imagine? Because I, I can't. Not anymore. So the news is... Tether still has all their reserves, as they did since 2017. Um, They've hired another new auditor, I assume, just for safekeeping, just to make sure. Because if their previous one was from the Cayman Islands, I assume there was controversy around that one. You guys are using something from a tax haven. It can't be real. So they found somebody else. This is also popular news because it's Tether. So maybe one day we'll get over that hill uh, because how this is still news is absolutely wild. I just simply don't understand anymore Uh, because if if something was wrong with Tether, first of all, listen and and hear me and hear me good. Tether's on every single cryptocurrency exchange. Do you think that Coinbase, Kraken, and Binance listed Tether on their exchange in, in good faith? Or do you think as multi-billion dollar companies that they also had someone look deep into Tether to make sure that they had the actual reserves before they put it onto their website? Because if Tether ended up being fake and it was listed on these mega websites, not only would many coins on their platforms collapse and they would also be hounded by regulators. Doesn't it seem to make a lot more sense that multiple different companies are desperately making sure that Tether is actually real? The same exact thing with Chainalysis and the other chain thing? Do you think that people are simply just going, oh, no, 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 Tether's real. It's fine, list it. That's the Tether news. Yeah. Let's move on. Also in water is wet news, uh, the largest Ethereum mining pool is not going to be supporting the Ethereum uh, chain split. So not the hard fork. The largest Ethereum mining pool will definitely be backing the upgrade that's happening allegedly on the 15th of September. But they will not be supporting ETHPOW, for those of you who don't know what that is. Uh, there's somebody who has a whole bunch of mining equipment. He's a little upset that Ethereum is moving to proof of stake. So he's announced that he's going to be forking and creating his own coin, which is not getting any support. It only has support uh, from Justin Sun and one other cryptocurrency exchange. And the value of that coin, IOU, continues to fall. So nearly all the major exchanges, and I think they all have announced support for the transition to proof of stake. None of them have announced support for ETHPOW, which is what they're calling it. 
and I have a very strange feeling it's just going to end up being another Bitcoin cast Satoshi's vision. It's going to have a very slim sliver of people who are actually into the coin who are going to be screaming that it's the real coin. It's not. We, like, we will know without a doubt which coin is actually Ethereum and which one is just a, a money grab copy that will go nowhere and you will never be using it. That will never be accepted by any store or company or bank in the future. Just telling you the truth because that's how it always ends up working out. Somebody creates a fake coin. They scream really loud. Nobody uses it. It falls into obscurity. And then Bob's your uncle. That's the largest Ethereum mining pool will not be supporting the fake coin news. This was also quite popular. I, I don't. I, I would have just assumed that they were not going to. It's like the other day. What was it? That I, I whoa, whoa. I think that the news was that Binance is going to be uh, supporting the Ethereum hard fork. And I was like, did you, did you, did you think that Binance was not going to be? That's the Ethereum uh, crappy coin news. Let's move on. As always, a very special thank you to my Patreon supporters. Thank you. And I really, like, really, 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 really thank you for all the support over the last couple of years. Thank you to all the new Patreon supporters. Hello to the newest one. Hello to the one from yesterday. Hello to the one from the day before. Hello to all of you. I, I really do appreciate it. <clears throat> this space is very difficult to, like, navigate a lot of times. And um, I'm happy that in some sort of way that I could have helped uh, thank you for watching the channel after all these years. Thank you for all the likes, all the comments. I, I really, I truly, truly, truly do mean it because it's not an easy market to be in. So I've tried to do my best, even though I have some difficult days where I'm like very like angry and annoyed. But I think that's just normal. I mean, if, if, I, if, I, if I didn't get angry or annoyed ever, I think you should be worried because that's not normal. GBU Wally. Manny Cryptos, Crypto Gambino, Bubble Mode, How's Life Austin, Auspicious Agile and Blockchain, Jamie Saad, Blockchain Simplified, and Let's Move On, Empire Queen, Roman Geba, Bitcoin, Ben Arachno, Dave, Tony, Ambrosia, The Dealer's Den, Captain Something in the Z-Way Lay, Mobarazi, VB Nerd 21, Miguel Grolet, Lauren De Silva, Quoted Biddy, Troy Allgood, Space Case, Need a Miracle, Paternoster, Navarro Williams, Utopia 569, Moonman High, XRP, Martin Stoyo, Nostromo, John Sarson, The Animal Reader, Bibliophobia, Todd Mullis, Adam Grasick, Wise Night Owl, 242 to the World, Bankroll Network, Crypto Artist, Cold E3D, Setsuna, Richie Rich III, Paxis, Nickman, Gialavori, Jim Gardner, Jeremy Fox, Minting Coins, Yes to Crypto, Bodie McBoatface, Anytime Fitness, Monks, Corner Staff, Bake Me a Cake, Tigero Machanisa, On Crypto with Lionel, and Crayola Michelle, URL. Thank you. Thank you very much for your continued support. Thank you for all the likes, all the comments. Thank you to everyone who is a member of the channel who clicked the little join button below. Thank you for all the, the art support. I'm still making art. I know, surprise, I've been making art since I was like five. I like making art and doing things. It's kind of relaxing for me. Uh, thank you for all the likes, comments, subscriptions. Thank you for all the, uh, I don't know, there was something else I wanted to say, I don't remember. Thank you for all the support on the new channel. Um, I, I appreciate it. A lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. At the moment, Bitcoin is at $21,848. It is down by 6.7% in the last day. Ethereum is down by 5.9% as well in the last day. It is at 1,736 US dollars. I don't think many coins are bucking this trend right now. Shiba Inu, 
Yeah, kind of. It's up by 4% in the last week, but that's also because of the 30% surge that we had. <clears throat> Una said Leo is up by 8% in the last week still. Many other coins are, you know, if you have lower liquidity, you're going to have a uh, an easier time falling down. That's why you see these other altcoins are down by 22, 23% at the same exact time. Nope, nothing's bucking the trend. But to be fair, you know, we were going up for about a good five weeks continuously. So, them's the breaks. I do hope that you've all enjoyed. <clears throat> I do hope that you all are having a great... Is it, It's finally Friday. Hope you all have a great Friday. A great morning, great afternoon, great evening, wherever you are, wherever you might be. I do hope it's absolutely fantastic. Thank you all once again for watching, listening, commenting, writing, watching, and or supporting. I don't know why my words were gone there. And I will most certainly be talking... To you all soon. See you.